0: Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your weekly dose of fantasy footy content.
1: G'day, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fears, and today we are talking our top 30 AFL fantasy defenders. My God, ranking season is kicking into gear. Just for all the Supercoach fans out there, we will be doing them, uh, our ranks on the site. uh, But really, we're just paying lip service uh, due to having a
2: social conscience. So, Cam, how are you doing? Yeah, doing really well. And uh, I've got a big milestone for baby McLaughlin or toddler McLaughlin today. We went down to the local cesspool that is South Bank Swimming Pool. Uh, just here in Brisbane, you know, a bit iconic. It's got its own beach and stuff like that. And, you know, you always feel a little bit odd because you know there's so much pee in that pool mm. when you swim in it. You probably don't want to dunk your head under it and all that sort of stuff. But I saw Ollie standing there and looking at me a little bit sheepish and I realised he was contributing to the <laughs> pee in the pool. Mm. And it's a bit of a and We'll take that one off.
1: Yeah, very good. Very good. Did you... Um... Did you just jump in there with him and just like, yeah, here, here I go?
2: Uh, I I was very keen to get him out of there, and then I saw some some other poor kid like with his mouth open going right next to him. I'm like, oh, we'll just oh no, can um, oh,
1: this is a family show? Oh, this is a family show. We haven't we done did. any ranks yet, and you're already talking about <laughs> gargling piss.
0: Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> Kiss it's a shoe, bad. buddy. Kiss a shoe
1: that. Uh, Merry Christmas, Cam. Hope you had a good festive season. It sounds like it was very very jolly. Uh, Stato, what's happening up in the Northern Territory? Uh, no one goes in the water up there because you might get eaten by a crocodile, which sounds preferable.
0: Than drinking piss. Yeah, um, I'm pretty much on that bear wagon, to be honest. But uh, I do apologise to the listeners if there's a lot of background noise today. Uh, we're just at the back end of that uh, Tropical low. I'm glad I can just call it a tropical low and not a not a cyclone. Um so it's been a bit wet and woolly here. The coldest uh Christmas day on record. So uh, yeah, only wore shorts for uh, twenty three hours of the day on Christmas Day.
1: I actually lit the fire today. That's how cold it was in Portland. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> anyway, uh we got some uh, housekeeping issues before we get going. The listener league, the NFL listener league. It will be uh, played between myself and Mrs. Fizz. You fucking scrubs out there have let the trophy head to Western Victoria. So uh, we probably won't even run it next year, just if that's how it's going to be played. The real Listener League, the AFL M Listener League. Melbourne, you win. Uh, the winner is Melbourne, unfortunately. Uh, I have promised the in-person draft, which terrifies the hell out of me as a COVID freak. Uh, So, to get into the Listener League, dioramas. Oh, fuck. I'm doing it. I don't give a shit. No one suggested anything else, so you can all get fucked. It's dioramas. You have to make a diorama, make it relate to the pod. The cutoff date is January 31st. I don't care what you do. It could be a wheel bag. It could be just a a shoebox with lunch meat in it. I don't... Just... (laughs) Epstein cell. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to come up with. You're, you're creative listeners out there. So if you want to get in the Melbourne in-person listener league, tentative date, very tentative. There's nothing locked in. February twenty-six. There you go. There's your chance, people. For other states, we will be running uh, an online listener league still. So we're not. Uh, we're not leaving you out in the lurch. But just with the COVID situation, uh, state-by-state travel is extremely difficult. So we figured we'll just do it in Victoria this year and we'll see where the chips fall next year, if it's enjoyable and all that. We know we've got so many great supporters in other states. Um, but look, fuck Melbourne, you know, whatever. It's a cesspool. But we can get there. We can get there. Well, so. some of you can. Well, you got work. I also have work, but we make stupid promises. Yeah, we Bad do. promises, Stato. <laughs> Bad promises. So dioramas, relate it to the pod. January thirty first cutoff. Uh go back to go back to grade four arts and crafts. That's fine. That's all good. We'll have fun with that. Uh so get creative, people. Everyone wants to be in it. Um, you know, I'm sure it'll be a good time. Mask up. Anyway, defender ranks. Woo! Woo! Statement, Woo! Statesman, we're gonna work off your list. We have got our top 30 AFL fantasy defenders, your format, hashtag for the brand.
0: Yes, so happy. I did do forty, and seeing we're only going to call out thirty, there's a few that I'm sort of disappointing. I'm not l- listing, so I'll start with the top five now first, there is a little potentially a little bit of shade on number one, but after last season, you just purely simply can't put anyone but Aaron Hall as your number one defender if he's still playing that role, seeing you average hundred and nineteen. Uh, in the second half of that season. Um, you are going wrong with your rankings list. I'm looking at you, Cam.
2: Uh, no- Stato, speaking of... Hold on. No, no, no. He's bu- bu- right, bu- 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 he is right to cut you off. Oh. <laughs> Preach. <clears throat> so so just before we started recording the pod, right, so we, we had this conversation about how we we're going to run through this list and we all agreed, yeah, okay, we'll go through them. Top five. One, uh, this time. Well, You we said, said, <laughs> we <laughs> said not top
1: five.
0: Here's my top five. No. All right. It's, Talk. So I,
2: Aaron Hall I've got at number two. And uh, the reason is I actually think we're going to see a bit of a jump back to form from Jake Lloyd. So I've taken Jake Lloyd at one.
0: Now what what's Jake Lloyd jumping to?
2: So I, I think Aaron Hall comes back a little bit. I totally agree that he's going to be outstanding. And that's why I have him at two. Um I, I think Jake Lloyd can jump past the one ten barrier. I think Aaron Hall probably comes back to the one hundred plus, but below one ten.
0: Please speak some sanity, Fizzboy.
1: I actually have it the same way. I Lloyd oh. at one and Aaron Hall at two. And the reason being we saw a few players this year roll out with market shares of the team's kicks that we really haven't seen before. And Aaron Hall would lead the charge in that regards. Like we just haven't seen that's that sort of numbers before. So I don't believe it's sustainable going forward. I think you can average the same as Jake Lloyd. We've seen Jake Lloyd actually regress in a big way uh, from a percentage standpoint. Jordan Dawson's out. I think it can bump back up. You've also got the relatively amazing health of Jake Lloyd. So if they're going to average about the same, give me less risk uh, with Lloyd. I, I understand this could go completely pear-shaped and Hawk would be the best averaging player in the game uh-huh. if he continues on like last year, but that's that's how I've, I've laid it out.
0: Well, just to uh, interrupt, um, I'm not going to bring Jake Lloyd at number two. Um, in fact, I'm going to go Lockie Whitfield number two. Ooh. He is the greatest ceiling out of anyone else but Aaron Hall.
2: Ooh. So we definitely differ there. So if we're talking about Lockie Whitfield, I've got him at number four. Uh I earlier in the off season, to the three people that were paying attention, I mentioned that, you know, I actually think his role was not favorable last season, and I don't think it would be favorable to a number two spot. I don't think it would also be favorable to a number four, but it's Lockie fucking Whitfield. He's a very, very, very good player, and he gets around the ground everywhere, so I'd have to respect the game, Uh, giving him number four as a result. Yeah, I
1: got him at at three. I I love Lockie Whitfield. Uh, You you know, he can put back on size after missing with uh, that liver injury. And, and I think he's amazing. But the big problem for me is we get down this list and we start seeing guys like Isaac coming pop up. Uh, Harry Perriman will pop up. I love Lockie Ash going forward. Not everyone can get the the ball at the same time. So he, to me, he just maybe doesn't have quite the ceiling he's had in the past. But I think he's still a very good option at uh, pick three.
0: It's all about the tank. Um, for number three, I've got Jake Lloyd. So... I think we, oh, actually, I think you had um, Whitfield at four, Cam. So maybe we haven't got the top three, but I think we're going to have the top four all
2: wrapped up. So Jake Lloyd at three, and therefore Jack Crisp at four. Yep, I have him slightly ahead of Whitfield. Uh, I thought his season last year was good. I can't really see him taking another role other than what he was doing last year in that midfield. Um The only concern would be if they swap him back
1: He barely played midfield.
2: Yeah, where did he play? Mostly in defence. Oh, did he? I mean, you're a piezo, right? Yeah, he did. He did. The games that I watched, he was definitely in the midfield. So, like, I understand if he's he played he played
1: played two thirds in the defence. Like, it's yeah, yeah. okay.
0: He's the only one of that. He's the only one of that four that we all mentioned that we don't know what the coach wants him to do.
2: Yeah, okay. That's interesting.
1: Either way, I think he's maxed out on like whatever he did last year.
2: Yep, I'd agree with that. And I, and I think, actually, if you look at um, where the logical drop-off is from tiers, it's here, right? So from from here and up, people can go 100. From here and down, it's probably below.
1: I'm bullish on my number five, but Stato, let us know what you got there.
0: I've got Jaden Short without Basher Hooley. Uh, he's shown to be the one that can actually rack up that pill in that defensive line. Uh and I think he's just in I think, I think he did very well last year, but I think he's taking another step forward. I also have short
2: and I'm I'm bullish. Bullish. Yep. Ditto. So in the games last year without Bashahuli, does anyone have those stats? I don't. I think he just scores well. Yeah. Like
1: no matter what, he's very safe. He's been back on the park from that elbow injury. Doesn't miss. Seems to be the main weapon out of that defense. Although we'll talk about some other tigers later, because uh, we've seen the lists. I just—he's the main man. The main man.
2: Yeah. My my concern is that it's not him that goes up; it's him that stays the same, and others go up. Uh, is is kind of where I'm at. I, I think he's. Whilst his, you know, ninety three average from last year was really good, I think there's a world where maybe it, the basher hoolie out doesn't affect him.
1: That's that's fair. That's fair. Um I don't mind it. Mm. I'll just bring up the kick in. Stato, who you got six. Uh
0: I've got Christian Salem.
1: Wow, that's that's early.
0: Yeah. Um which this just some players that I really would have thought would have been in the top 10 that I've got a bit of question marks about. Um, and one of those is the the Tom Stewart types, which was, if he was 100% fully fit, we'll be probably slotting into this spot. Um, but I thought we saw him during the finals just take another step up. Um thought he was absolutely superb. Uh, he's been sort of around that top 10-ish mark for a while. I just think... With a few sort of dropping away, uh, him and
2: Shaw to the two to step up. So I'm not, I'm not too far off. So I've got Salem at seven uh, and the, I agree with you that he can take a step up. My concern is that there are serious patches where he just get, it seems like every year he'll have a green patch of a hundred plus and then follow that up with, you know, some floor games and and it's really frustrating as an you know former owner to go through but um you know given where we are in the list I, I'd probably be taking a few others um or maybe a couple of others before him
0: my only real question mark with him is the internal competition so I don't know how big or quickly Trent Rivers comes on but I'm mm. expecting it to happen at some stage
2: yeah okay yep.
1: yeah I really like him the, the... I've got him at nine, so I'm a little bit lower than you guys. So, I'd, you know, if that's if that stays the same, I probably won't get him in many drafts. But it's just he's not the main kickout player. That's all for me. Yeah, yeah.
2: If, if he if he got that from Stephen May, my goodness. Oh, absolutely.
0: I, I don't think yeah. anyone outside that top four, 100 candidates.
1: It's just where yeah, in the 90s they are. They low, yeah, mid or high. Yeah, that's probably fair. That's probably fair. That's a, that's I think a, I think that's fair that's what I said. when we when you well I think it's interesting when we look at forwards and defenders sort of year on year, there's forwards who can pop and go a hundred, whereas defenders it's like this real steady, just even decline. Whereas forwards yeah. can be a bit more bumpy in terms of how you project them to to roll out.
0: And that's that's why really I've put Hall and Whitfield um, as one and two, cause they're the only two that have the potential to
1: be 110 plus. They just come with question marks, those guys. Oh, like, d- no doubt. Whit- Whitfield doesn't even, like, they're not even soft tissues. They're just the most random shit goes mm. wrong to this bloke things.
0: He's only in three contests a season. He gets injured in each, each of them. <laughs>
1: He's got, oh, he's got his girlfriend knocking on him. He's got like, yeah, it's just bizarre, whatever. Anyway, keep, continue, Stato. Who you got? Is it seven you're up to?
0: Yeah, up to seven. Uh, Jordan Dawson, um, who I, I think there's a bit of hype, so we need to be a little bit careful. Um, so if he didn't have this round 23, 150 score, would he be hyped as much? Um, but the, the thought process is if he is on, um, that uh scoring or, or the use wing, and let's face it, with his skills, they want to have the ball in his hand, um then he can really step up. But I don't think he's going from the, the mid-80s to the 100s. I just think he's going to the mid-80s to
2: the low to mid-90s. I think he'd be excellent in... A halfback role, and I just don't think he's going to get that role. I, th- I think he'll be on the wing, um, there. I just don't think there's enough points across both wings to sustain Seedsman and Dawson. That said, I do have him at eight. So like, I do have him quite high. Um, but I honestly, if I was, I was considering fading him into the teens. Yeah, but,
0: but there's a lot a- we could do that with.
2: Yeah, I got him at 11,
1: and it's not because I don't like the player. It's I just don't know what to expect. I'd yeah. expect him to sort of... They've sort of said they want him wing half forward, which I kind of believe because there is opportunity in that sort of area of the ground for Adelaide, whereas I don't know that it exists behind the ball, so I'm just keeping him a little bit safe. Yeah, no, yeah I think fair. that's
0: fair. But I think there's going to be a lot of hype through the season. Uh The next one, I've dropped down the list a little bit, and it's only because he didn't complete the season. uh It is an injury that can create a bit of concern and a bit of length of time, and sometimes people don't always come back perfectly from straight away, and that's Tom Stewart at eight.
2: So interestingly enough, and I know I'm like anti-Liz Frank in general, but I've actually got Tom Stewart at six. And, and so you're four Liz Frank now. So you're no, for I'm COVID not for and Liz or or Frank or um, Boy. and the 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 reason why I've got him at, at six is I think it's really interesting the rehab he's gone through for this. So just some of the articles that have come out about instead of doing your you know standard rehab for Liz Frank, he actually took up ballet uh, and had a ballet coach over you know a number of months, which apparently improved the dexterity of his foot pretty significantly. So. I don't know. I, I think it's unconventional, but I also think it sounds really like a good move. To be honest,
1: I'm it's... not sure what a bear driving around in a little car <laughs> has, to, has do. to do with what with injury? Injury. <laughs> yeah, what's
2: going
0: on? Yes, very odd. And okay. um, what I got him at uh, seven.
1: Uh, um, yeah, he's fine.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm a little but, bit but shocked,
1: maxed, but he's maxed out. He's completely yeah. maxed out. Like there's T- no more marks and kicks he can get. So can I
0: clarify that Cam had a Geelong player as the highest ranked out of all three of us? No doubt. No doubt. Uh, Number nine, um, yeah, this is peer pressure, I I, I must admit. It's Daniel Rich at Brisbane.
2: Yeah,
1: I got him at 10. I got him at 8. I um, love Daniel Rich, but again, that kick... That kick rate, I don't think it's uh, sustainable. So I'd expect him to drop back. He should be fine, but I'd expect them to start. I mean, they've been searching for someone else to to play back there. It just sort of hasn't worked out. But maybe Coleman uh, is the answer. I don't know. If it
0: was was my selection, he was the the next defender on the board. The first thing I'd actually do to see if there is a forward or a midfielder that I rate higher so i'm sort of I'm happy to be eased off and miss is that, out is
2: he the the bottom of that tier for you is that it? yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, very much so um there's parts of the the players that are coming later in this list that I've just got some question marks on,
2: okay, so yeah, I
0: hate it from here. Yes, yeah, I did, and, and there are a few. There are a few that are a bit higher on my list that I'm a bit hot on that I'm looking. Well, they might
2: be a bargain and worth a risk,
0: but it's actually the, that's a yeah later that's in the draft.
2: Real, really good caveat to put on from what are we at now nine? Yeah, so I I think I've got from ten down could literally all be the same average at the end of the year. Like you just, it's shoulder shrug season. For defenders, and
1: and to be honest, we like what I was saying about that average at the end of the season. It's just sort of like when you're ranking them, it's a real gradual decline. But the yeah. players get there in real different ways. Some will score uh, 83 every single week. Some will score uh, like Jack Bowes last year, for example, is a classic one. He'll score 105 for the first eight weeks, but then he'll score you know 77 for the last ten and. and-
2: um- a really good one there, like, with that is Blake Hardwick, right? So, Blake Hardwick, you know, averaged 81, right? So, really sort of stock standard defender sort of score. And he's gone, like, 91, 135, 58, 74, 60, 119. You know, like, the inconsistency there is, is you know, not great.
1: But again, there's a lot of guys who may get midfield time. Mm. They may not. But anyway, Stato, who's your number 10?
0: Uh, number 10, feel uncomfortable. Jordan Ridley.
2: Uncomfortable? Yeah. So why uncomfortable?
0: Oh, I think he uh, he proved that it only takes one injury in that team and all of a sudden he's a role player. And we might be hankering on a, one recruit from Adelaide that all of a sudden he's freed up. But it's only one player going down. If that happens five minutes in round one, then all of a sudden, he's a 60s, a 70s guy.
2: Yeah, it's a really fair call. I, I went, I'm bullish on Ridley and I'm just going to. You own him. In. That's the problem. You're biased. You own him. Do, do I have him in the draft doctor's keeper? Like yeah. And, and you actually God got him right.
0: in his breakout year. So you've got that bias of going,
2: I love this guy. Look, it was a good. You're right, Stato. I am good at drafting in the Keeper League. Um, the, I've got Jordan Ridley at five. What? Oh, oh, fuck's sake. Fuck. I've got him at 15, and I thought that was aggressive.
0: Yeah, and I, reckon, I had I him at 10 and massive. felt uncomfortable.
2: Why would you have the second best Bombers defender there, Cam? Nah. I, th- I think there's a Tom Stewart light in Jordan Ridley.
1: I'll tell you why when we get to the the player from the team who I've got ranked higher. Stato, continue. Yeah, number
0: 11, Caleb Daniel. Now, I will say there's a bit of stank on him from last year from two individual games that were just disastrous. So there's a bit of pain um, sitting there, but we know he can... Accumulate, and until those two games, the reality was he was he was reasonably consistent.
2: Was it last year? And so I've got him at fourteen, uh, and I, I think I'm okay with that. But was it last year? If you guys can remember that he was thrown around a bit from positionally, he he went yeah. forward. Yep. Yeah. Were those those games that he didn't score too well? Uh,
0: no one. He just got tagged. He was on the half back flank against Brisbane, got tagged and gave us a 20.
2: Mm, that's a good one. But, uh, yeah, look, I, I I still have him quite high. My concern is that, you know, is he always going to have that lush halfback role? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I got him at 10, and it's purely because he's generally durable, uh, scores reasonably well, and I have less question marks about him than some of the other players behind him.
0: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. At number 12, I've got Dyson Heppel. Um, I would say I would prefer to have him in the top 10, but it is just starting to get to that injury affected time. He's aging a little bit. God, he can play well. Um, and he really should be. If, he, if I was confident that he'd be fully fit all season, he should be comfortably in that six to 10 mark. Is this
2: it? Steve is a six.
0: Yeah. I, Whoa. And, and if I was comfortable, I agree with you, but I'm just not comfortable
1: that his body's going to hold out. Well, walk we through it, Steve. What? He came back. He fucking kicked it in the dick. He's got no regression in him. Yep. I, I don't understand why he'd be. I, I understand if you think, hey, he could get injured. We've just fucking talked about Aaron Hall and Lockie Whitfield.
0: Yeah, but they've both got much higher ceiling potentials than Dyson Hepburn. But I
1: haven't ranked him at number three. I've ranked him in front of Tom Stewart, who is an injury risk and we all agree is is regressing. Daniel Rich, old as shit, should have yep. regression in him anyway. Yep. Christian Salem, okay, might be on an uptick, but hasn't really exploded and doesn't have, have the pure role. I, I, I see so many question marks. To me, he's actually quite... Dare I say it's safe? Ooh. Yeah. That's going yes. to, that's a, that's a, if, a you suck. If, if if yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's
0: the word I have the issue with because I actually agree with your Scoring potential, you're right. He's a six to a tenner.
1: So my, but that, but that stands back to the put him? Ridley thing. If you, I don't think you can have them both super high. Like you got to sort of take a line.
2: So, so, and that's, that's where, and so I've taken the Ridley line and faded. Apple really significantly i disagree so I with think, that
0: i think they play completely different roles but where did you have him camp?
1: but yeah and even then redmond picks up kick-ins
2: where did you have him cam so i faded him all the way to 28 oh
1: <laughs> jesus Christ. no you know what i like it i like it cam because if you're gonna shift a player and have a stance you fucking shift him and have a stance
2: yeah and that's it that's I, i'm just
1: michael walters last year
0: it, yeah, correct. It, it feels yeah, like yeah. I made the medium ground between you
1: both with
0: Heppel and Ridley.
1: I'm going to end up with some Heppel in my drafts. That's all I'm going to yeah. Say. Well, especially against
2: Cam. Shit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
2: I, I love that out two of this one segment. Out of, out of this one segment, there will definitely be a "you suck" appearance. <laughs> That's uh, good. Now, that's number, good,
0: yeah, there, there's certainly one of you that are there. Uh, number 13 might get me to you suck as well, but I am hot on the reason why they drafted him or, or recruited him, should I say. And that's George Hewitt at 13. Midfield role, Colton. Bye bye, Dow. Hello. And Matt Kennedy. Hello, Hewitt. Uh, got him at, uh, 26. 18
2: for me. So a little bit a little bit less. I, I see where you're going with the state on. I think he can get there.
0: Yeah. Um it's just it's it's the range. So five points difference can get you from being top ten to mid twenties. That's yeah, how tight 100%. potentially they could all be. But yeah.
1: The only problem and so the, the only problem we've seen him in the midfield and he's been a uh, shit.
0: Uh, it depends because um, if he's just going into tag, he's been shit. But when he has played for Sydney, and this is what I've seen, and actually just being that ball winner, so playing the the strong man role, um, he has been superb.
1: So yeah, yeah so he has thing. got a ceiling. What team uh, had better midfielders? That old Sydney team where he was the third mid, or this Carlton team, which you think Cher is, Sydney- is going to bang in?
0: See, and this is where I think um, your midfield five will include Hewitt, Chera, Walsh, and Paddy Cripps. I just can don't break know that who down? that last
2: one.
1: Yeah, can we break that down? What sort of percentages do you think that that midfield gets? Because Cripps is quite high uh, for centre bounce attendances, but he is by far and away the worst midfielder. Of anyone who gets eighty percent CBAs for a midfielder, yep. by far, like completely replaceable, you'd play Luke Dunstan over him if uh, you were going off fantasy scores. Then you got Walsh, who's just a better ball winner than anyone Sydney had at that time when he was there. Yep. Then you've got well, and then who does? How does it go? Is it well, third?
0: I, sorry, well, I think you're always going to have one of Chera and Walsh actually on the outside. Yeah. And so they, they actually need that outside run as much as they need the grunt. What they needed was some grunt support from Cripps because when he does his good work, he creates scoring opportunities for the club. So what they needed, and that's why they've been searching, they, they've had Matt Kennedy, um, they've used the old guy, sorry, Kurnow. um, they've... No, Kerno.
1: No, I'm or sorry. Were you I'm waving? waving at the ba- some. Baby, f- baby, fizz is <laughs> looking at, trying to get me attention through the window, <laughs> which is like really
2: odd for like a, a one year old, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, so man, I, God.
0: I I think they got him for a reason, and basically Sydney weren't using him for that reason anymore because they had so many, and think of they couldn't get Heaney into the midfield. They finally got Mills into the midfield. Um, they've got Parker, and those guys are very similar to what George Hewitt is. And I think he's a he's a role player, um, not a massive flair, but he's a accumulator. And I think his role, his task, will be a ninety to ninety-five scoring midfielder, but he's got defender status.
2: I. I really like that scoreline. I, I, I see that scoreline as well, 1995. And the only reason I don't have him ranked higher than I do, uh, is because of, I'm still unsure if they've recruited him to tag or not. And, and if they have, then I, I don't think he can hit that. But the,
0: the problem, it, the problem is, and it's a little bit, um, like the Jack Crisp thing is the new coach. So what's the intention of. Uh, what Vossi wants to do in that midfield group. But they mm. brought him in because he naturally is a defensive midfielder. There's a difference between a defensive midfielder and tagging. So if you are tagging, mm. you're forgetting about the ball. But remember how Kane Corns used to tag?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was mm. a jet. He was yeah, because
0: what he was being was a defensive midfielder. So he still had the right to get the footy. Now I'm expecting that's the role George Hewitt will play. Uh, I, I don't think he's going to be 110. I actually think he's only no. going to be a 90 to 95. But with defender status becomes so important, all of a sudden you become relevant.
1: If he gets 86, I'd be blown away. But you're going to that's do what? Quite to me? good for. <laughs> I said I'd be blown away. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't get blown. <laughs> oh. Maybe if I win the fizz bowl. Anyway, uh, I'm not going <laughs> George Hewitt. I'm, I'm perfectly fine missing out on George Hewitt. That's, uh, yeah, well, that's you fine. take, where do you have it? You take like, and a, I'll take George you're, you're, Hewitt. Yeah, that's right. I, I, that's yeah. fine. Good, good win. Uh, who you got next, man? 14. Uh,
0: I've got Bailey Dal. and, and look, it is one Oof. season, but he's versatile. Oof. Uh, he high eighties. I can't remember what his average was, but, um, look, really, with a few blocks, and I think he's uh, a key mover for them, and him actually keeping defender status uh, was a little bit of a shock, so let's take the reward out of that.
1: They're
2: 21. I think he's fine. 16 for me, yeah. and I actually, yeah, you know, first season playing as a running halfback defender, I think he can maybe improve a little bit.
1: I think he could get up to that Early teen range where Stato has actually got him. I think the mm. the con- constant fear of being bevoed is always in yeah. my mind, and he's never. I don't think he's even played ten games before.
2: How many yeah. did he play last year? No, he played twenty something. But like, oh yeah, b- yeah. B- but, prior to that, yeah. And well, and again, it was he found his role. Yeah, like sure. Massive, looked, was, yeah. massive Sure, breakout. sure, and, that, and that's fine.
1: That's fine. Again, you're competing with a uh, huge ball winner, Caleb Daniel. Potential All-Australian interceptor,
2: Josh Shackey. Lucky you didn't Swift. swap that around. <laughs> All-Australian interceptor, Caleb Daniel. Very, yeah. very good.
1: Well, he'd play, the uh, no- he'd play in the Ruck for Bevo. Let's be honest. Yeah, true. It's
2: true. Uh,
0: number 15 uh, is Maynard. Uh, I know there's a fair oh, few wow. calls for him going into the midfield. I don't think that happens, um, to be uh, quite honest. Um, but he's got the game. Uh, again, the only risk is what the new coach thinks and how to use him. Um, but if we go back two seasons ago, he was just absolutely sensational. And if he has anywhere near a similar role, he could actually make top 10.
2: 15 for me as well. Bang on. Uh, 24
1: <sighs> for me. Yep. Well, we don't know what to expect, and if we look sure. at that one season, that's the blip yep. rather than so, the.
2: I, I think sorry. the exciting thing. I actually, I don't believe the midfield thing, and I'm going into, I'm ranking him there, thinking he's not getting it. Yeah, right? agreed. But and if I the the logic behind it is, I think it's 24 and a half or 25 going into next season. He I, I think he's a defender that has a heap of upside and he showed a bunch of ceiling last year. There were a few games where he was exceptional.
1: Yeah. Just the he problem had a is, slow start. This is the problem. He's in a back line with Jack Crisp. The fit potentially Jeremy Howe. He's not gonna take the kick ins. That's Darcy Moore probably. I, I don't I don't understand the upside personally. I, I I don't know why that season happened, but we saw a lot of strange things in that shortened season. So I try not to explain it rather than just go, well, maybe that's an outlier. I like Maynard. Mm. He's a good player. No, I like him.
0: I I do think he's got upside. So 16, Hunter Clark. So to me, it's now or never. Um, He's had some issues. Um, All reports are he's fit and healthy and ready to crack in. Now, this is a player they actually need in their midfield. They actually need in their midfield. They are two same-same. They need this type of guy. But I'm saying I'm only ranking him on the fact that he's going to be a halfback flanker.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. See so you've got him that high as a halfback flanker. Yep,
0: and I believe that if both Maynard and Clark their actual midfield time is true, then they jump all over those ones i have got shade and we're talking about 9 and 10 positions.
2: So I've got Hunter Clark at 23. Uh, and I, I honestly, when I first did my ranks, I actually had him outside the 30. Uh, I think he does have a tremendous amount of upside. Uh, his CBAs that you saw last year, you know, tapered off. He got that injury and he kind of didn't return to the center bounce. But before then, he scored okay. Like he scored probably in the, you know, if you're doing rankings, 15, 16 range, equivalent. And then, yeah, it's kind of kind of dropped off. I, it, I find it hard to to pin him. If if he doesn't have the halfback role, he'll be great. If he has the halfback role, I think he'll be okay.
1: I had him at 22 and I thought I was super aggressive. So apparently not. Uh, when we look at some of these guys where you go, oh, they're going to get more midfield time. It actually kind of makes sense when you look at St. Kilda, like they move Brad Crouch a fraction more outside. Zach Jones can actually play a number of roles and Luke Dunstan's the part of the club. I know they've got a number of mid forwards who can rotate through there. I have I just like him i don't know why i'm just getting he's like that bad girlfriend you you keep going back to I mean not me, <laughs> not me, but other people The bad
0: girlfriend hunter mm. uh, number eighteen stock standard Dan
1: Houston
2: yeah twenty for
1: me twenty twenty seven right. i don't want any fucking like i'm fine if I end up with him i just don't care yeah he's broadband.
2: Dan Broadbent. Oh, come on! He is. He's he's bitter.
1: not a patch
0: on Broadbent.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Twenty seven. What? And it's do, just.
1: You, do you know why? Because we're talking about these players as as though they're going to be like super super valuable, and they'll all average within three 80, points of each other. To eighty six. Yeah, but I actually will give. So I've got of, of these guys who could play midfield. I've got Hunter Clark the highest because I can tell the story to myself the easiest at this point in time. Uh, things can change. That's fine. I, I don't see the story with uh, Dan Houston. I don't see how that occurs.
2: So so I think Dan Houston... I, I, so I've ranked him based on halfback instead yeah. of midfield, And that's, and that's fine. Honest.
1: But he, what, are, what are you getting out of him? Just a D3. That, and, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But
0: and that's fine as well. Yeah, good D3. <laughs> Uh, number nineteen,
2: Isaac Cumming. Oh, geez. So I, I've gone early on. I've come early. <laughs> that, it, come on, the come on, on. The cum dog. Oh, I've come. I actually
0: dog. remember this time last year. I'm getting really hot on Isaac Cumming, and um. you guys <laughs> were throwing show.
1: Could, well, because I was all over Ash.
0: <laughs> yes, you were.
1: And, and
2: they oh, neither of us were wrong. They both worked out. Really? is yeah. getting really hot on
0: I'm Isaac getting
2: hot, I'm coming. It's such a good sentence. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Darwin's Isaac coming place. for me. Is- Darwin, that's, Look, that's all we know. <laughs> it's weird. Lots of Isaacs up there. Uh, I, hey, Cam, I how's him-
1: the how's the piss-drinking kids
2: in uh, Brisbane going? Yeah, no, Look, so much better. 12 <laughs> is where I have Isaac coming. I've gone really aggressive with Isaac coming. I think he can improve on last year. First season that he's played without... Really an injury, uh, and I thought he looked really good, to be honest. Really, really good. Um, with Lockie Ash, they kind of moved him through the midfield, and then he fell out of the team because they couldn't really find a good spot for him. Isaac was taking the kick-ins. So I think he's going to be outstanding. What have you got him as? 12. Get, it's high. but it, I got him at man, 16, was,
1: and I don't like it. You know you yeah. have those ranks you don't like. He's it. Mm. Where do you feel that he should be? I feel he should be after twenty, but he played well. He did well in the role. I just there's a lot of mouths to feed back there. That that's the that's the issue for myself.
0: So I was probably.
2: coming last.
1: Yeah, apparently yeah.
2: yes. He he was the nineteenth averaging defender last year.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. That's fine, but we're not ranking for. This is one thing that really fucking pisses me off. I had some fucking (laughs) wanker-ass North Melbourne uh, fan. It's like, oh, you ranked Goldstein. He was the seventh averaging fucking ruck last year. It's like, dude, he was the seventh ranking last year. He's older, and you've brought in potentially a talented youngster to chop him out. What do you think is going to happen? He's going to get better?
2: Like, I, like, I hear you. Up. I hear you. It's the flip side with coming, right? He's so. <laughs> <laughs> it's the flip right. side with coming. Yeah, it's
1: just move on. So don't, yeah. just, yes. just
0: so number twenty, Alex Witherden. Um, there can be a fair bit of shade thrown on this, but the reality is, if he does get that role, um, he can actually be top ten. Yeah,
2: So I've got him at eleven
1: i am got him at 18, and I actually disagree with you, Stato.
2: Yep. Fractionally. Go for it.
1: Fractionally. What do you
0: disagree about?
1: Uh, because we didn't really see him with Hearn. Yeah. Right? So they had two games together. One, Hearn got injured, which is probably the knock on Hearn. The other one, he put, put out a 50. Hearn is obviously taking the kick-ins if Hearn's fit. Uh, so if, if you don't think Hearn's playing all the games or you, you're scaling back, that's fine. I've got Hearn... Probably higher than you guys, and that's and that's how it is. I just think there's he's one of those question mark players. Yes, if he plays, he's going to be amazing, and he'll be an eighteen will look r- ridiculous in hindsight. Um, but otherwise, he's potentially waiver wire.
2: For for me, it was you know shepherd out is big opportunity. Yeah, and
1: I understand that. Not like for like though, are they?
2: No, I don't. I don't think they have to be though. Um. Yeah, I, I just think it makes his spot more tenable in that role.
1: However, mm. if I look at the kick-ins, which they matter, heavy green on Shannon Hearn when he's fit and heavy green on Alex Witherton when he's fit. So mm. that doesn't coexist.
2: Mm.
0: Cool. Who you got next? So I was doing some counting, boys. I'm not very good at that type of stuff. Um, who have I got next? I've got uh, one of my old faves. A little bit worried of exactly what role, because there's so much talent in this club, and that's Harry Perryman. What what
1: number? Oh, is that? sorry. My apologies. Zach
0: Williams at 21.
1: No, no, I, we're not there. You had it. You had Witherton at like 16, didn't you?
0: No, I had Witherden at 20.
1: Number oh, okay. 21 is Zach Williams. Really?
0: I haven't unranked. I got him at thirty three. Wow. I I'm the only one that's just, right here.
1: Yeah, it's just cause, cause <laughs> it's just cause <laughs> fun- it's just cause Carlton's a funky club with the Doherty situation um and what's going on down there for me.
0: Yeah. So um I haven't got Doherty or Newman ranked, but I have Zach
2: Williams. I'd feel more comfortable ranking Newman over Williams. Oh, wow. Mm -mm.
0: Mate, you're going off 12 months using a one-year sample off a a player that over the past two years hasn't been in the best 22. i got Newman at 12. I'm fine. If if I could go back, if I could go back and have a look at your defender rankings last year, Cam, I'm sure they'll be around. They might even be on the website. Would they be on the website? Oh fuck! People are still buying draft kits, so maybe. Um. So I might just have a look, but I I just wonder where you had Williams ranked last year.
2: Oh, had him really high. Had him top ten. It's way different because we thought he was going to be playing midfield, right? And he just doesn't have that role. He's they tr- they tried, tried him. him. They tried him, Cam. He's, the role that he, yeah, and he didn't do well. The role that he ended up with was not that great. Even when he's played in defense,
1: like, and when he's played defense, he's been fine. Well, that's why he's thirty-three only, for me. I only had him as eighteen. But there's last so much. Year. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Honestly, that's 80. a
2: win, Cam. I'll take that.
0: You had. Uh, Maynard ranked at number seven last year.
2: Look, Steve, uh, Stato, if Steve, go Jesus, you Christ. had, take, you had Zach Williams count. at, you had Zach Williams at four. No. I, <laughs> I did too. There you go. There you so let's, go. maybe it's better if we just don't do this. No, <laughs> no, it's, it's actually good. That's a double it's down. It's
0: actually good. He's double down. Um, isn't it amazing? We all went Jake Lloyd one and we are all so, so wrong, yeah, so, so wrong, unbelievable
1: it's amazing how you need to pay into my uh market share stats i I knew it was wrong, but I still put in there,
0: um, and just to point out, uh you had Callum mules at sixteen Cam. This is riveting, though. Yeah, it is. It is. Sorry. My apologies. So uh, we'll go next. I did uh, raise him before, but Harry Perriman at 22.
2: I got him at 19. 31. Oh, wow. Fade. Wow. Why, Steve? Worried about roll?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I am. And I just, um, despite the fact I've got Lucky Ash behind him, and that's really a safety net, I think Lockie
2: Ash is better.
1: Um, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Um,
0: I, I think Lockie Ash is a better footballer. Uh, I think Perryman, um, depending on which club he's at, I think he's an ideal fantasy player.
1: Uh, I just think he's. Uh, I'm just not convinced. And what role he gets, and if everyone's mm. fit, I can see the squeeze start to happen, and yeah. maybe he goes to the bench because he can play a variety of roles. There are a few that get burned at GWS. You look at that team on paper, it's stacked. It it is
0: stacked, man. Missing a few lines, but you're right. The talent overall is stacked.
1: I I was looking at it because I was trying to put Lucky Ash in our top 30 and I'm like, I can't do it because there are so many good players. I don't understand where he makes up the points required to actually get in the top 30. Hmm. But he's a jet, man. Like he's so good. And mm. Harry Perriman is that guy. And it's why I'm cagey about coming, because I can just they're the sort of guys I can just see trickling back, trickling back. Can't
0: keep it caged, mate. Um so next one, uh, Nick Floston
2: at twenty three. Seventeen for me, and this is the Jaden Short thing for me. So I think Jaden Short stays the same. Floston comes up.
1: Yeah, I got Vossen at nineteen, and it, oh, I, I like him, and he scored well. It's just the injury history starting. Yeah, to, starting I think he's more of toll. a super coach player. He was good for fantasy, man. He was really, he good. he was very good. Yeah, well, I, I, sorry, I shouldn't say that because it was patchy at best. Um, but it, but it's there. You can see it.
2: So the the bit that's interesting and well worth knowing is that he was good when Basher was out. Absol- that's when he started yeah, to come. Absolutely.
0: Away. Um. I'm just trying to see, but he didn't make the top 25 last year. Uh, Liam Duggan at 24.
1: 29.
2: 21. He's a meh
1: type guy. To me, he's kind of maxed out around the uh, ancillary stacks that aren't disposals, so I find it hard to believe he's just going to start randomly winning the ball.
2: Despite so the shepherd the, out. Yeah. And so I actually don't, I rated him as a mid, a full time midfielder for next year. And the reason being that they actually, you know, even if shepherds out, they still have that Jackson Nelson fella. They still have a couple of other young goons that can fill those roles, but in the midfield, they're pretty, pretty thin, like really, really thin. And I, I think after his first year last year in the midfield, he can probably. You don't think so? You don't think they're fit? Thin?
1: No. If, if everyone's fit, they're
2: fine. They have no depth. They're fine. Mm. They they were playing a guy named Xavier O'Neill
1: in the household midfield. name over here in Victoria, mate. Yeah. Oh massive. I don't know about I don't know what's happening up in Queensland.
2: Oh front page a... of the paper kid. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Or well, maybe in Northern Territory, but <laughs> <laughs> NT News. As twenty five Brody Smith. Yeah, tw- I've got him at 25 as well.
1: Yeah. You gotta love Brady Smith. Always has that kick-ins.
2: Just does it, just every year. Yeah. Uh, 26, Jack Scrimshaw. Unranked. Yeah,
1: I don't have him top 35. Cool.
2: Who's your boy at Hawthorne? I've gone Sicily for, at 27. Yeah, I
0: can't go him after the knee. He ended up being at
2: 40. So, so the the concern, of course, is that well, one the knee, two they've unearthed a the really good young backline about him there. True. And so does he? And you know, there's been a tendency to play him forward before. Maybe if he flips forward, he's unranked, like unrosterable. But. Uh, I've just kind of backed him in and left Scrimshaw and Hardwick out, but I think one of those three has to be in the twenties. Yeah, yeah young
0: C- young C- will twenty
1: three. Hardwick, I got Sicily at twenty three. Just oh, yeah. purely, he's going to take the kick-ins, I would imagine.
2: <laughs> You'd hope that's my hope, okay, right? But he's but a that- low...
1: He's he is not far from being Jeremy Howe. Yeah.
0: Uh, so twenty-seven. Uh, I've
2: got Shannon Hearn. Yeah, tw- twenty-two for me. Just when he actually plays in those five games, he drops, yeah, tons. Fourteen. Inject it into my veins. I saw
1: a picture of him on Twitter doing chin-ups with fucking weights around his waist. So,
2: yep, that'll really help those hamstrings. Adjust, yeah. <laughs> adjust him, <laughs> adjust. adjust. No, look,
1: his scores were—you cannot deny the scoring. Yeah, in the 16 games he didn't get injured last year. Uh, (laughs) 18 uh, on the averages he was last year.
0: I just—he's one fading.
1: But yeah, and that's—and you'll take a stance on him. I'm completely happy. I think the way my defenders pan out, I'll probably get Caleb Daniels my D2 and Shannon Hoon as my D3. Perfectly happy with that situation.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, moving on. Um, oh, I debated whether he should make the list at all, but, uh, I got Jack LaCocious at 28. Unranked. Yeah. Unranked. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, um, I know the talk of him playing forward and all that type of stuff. I understand all that. Um, but if they want to use him, To help that team, they want him kicking the footy and that's putting him in a position where he's marked kicking Um, and therefore he can rack up the footy. Um, I really found it hard after this. Um, Even
1: still, Stato, I want to talk about Lukosius because I brought this shit up. He couldn't intercept the ball. If you're a tall defender and you can't get the intercept ball, you are fucking worthless to your team. He was drafted as a forward. He's put on some kegs. They need a good young forward. Mate, he is the man. The actual problem is they actually they need his peg down in the fence. But if he's playing training up forward, I'm off. Because he's completely maxed out anyway, and he wasn't that great. Like, he yeah, was I fine. Think, yeah. But he was, like, top 10 in the league in kicks and marks already. Yeah. What more can he do?
2: Uh, I think absolutely. what's good about What's, what's good is the opportunity it presents down back. Absolutely, Cam. Yeah. The
1: problem is, it looks like a bag of dicks down there.
2: Yeah, but there's probably two people that I have a lot of interest in late. Like, who? I
1: think the two aren't even defenders.
2: One won't be. I, I assume we're both talking about Jack Bowes.
1: What? This is the... This is the crazy thing, is I don't understand why they would put Bose in the midfield if they need someone to play that role. I don't understand it, unless you've got a vet in mind, which is the other two players I'm talking about. Who? Yeah. Oh, wait, you've just gone from two
2: to three players. This is excellent.
1: No, well, I don't think Bose will play there. Who? Weller and Swallow.
2: Yeah. Oh, Swallow, really? That's where he started. Why not? It makes sense. Ah, uh, I kind of. I think it'll be Will Powell, and I think they'll get Buderick back. Will Powell
1: is great, but he just
2: the head knocks.
1: They're starting to. I'm takes a good intercept.
2: Didn't really put out many good scores last year. No, did put it out, Yeah, it's it's true, but yeah, and that's probably why he's not ranked. But yeah, I think there's good opportunity there for a few people. I think we've still got to see that play out. 29, Darcy Byrne-Jones. I just don't have him. Oh, I've got him at 24, but it's one of those picks where you're like, great. Yeah. He gets it's hard to get excited about him.
0: Got a long list of people that uh, missed out, but we'll just rattle off the 30th um, before we go through them. But uh, Lockie Ash for 30.
1: 35. Unranked for me. Love Lockie Ash. We talked about him, though. Yeah.
2: When I say unranked, by the way, I only did to 30, and everyone else is actually ranked 31. <laughs> so, um, But uh, my 30 was Justin McInerney, because I'm just going to back myself in from that top 10 call <laughs> a little bit earlier uh, and say that he's going to you know, average in the 80s somewhere.
1: I had him at 34. Mm, because I think he's a sleeper. Yeah,
2: I've, yeah, I I've got him 34
0: too. Um, uh, there's, there's a few that have claims. Um, Bows, Hind, Zeeble, Liam Baker, uh, Jeremy Howe. Uh, one I might pick up late, depending on pre-season is Darcy Tucker. Um, with 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 a, Monday,
1: going down as well. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, Brad Hill, uh, Will Powell, we just talked about, and James Sicily, we also mentioned.
2: Sorry, was Mundy injured? Yes. Yeah. Well, Missing was that ankle, a couple of
0: months. Ankle.
2: Ooh. That's interesting. Who,
1: who have you got Cam, yeah. that missed Stato's list?
2: So, Bose, for me, I had at 29. And I had Nick Hind at 26. Um, because he was super good last year. I, I find it hard to believe that he's going to completely fall for Cliff. But that, to believe that, you need Dyson Heppel to slide. Yeah, and, sure. Yeah,
1: uh, you know, sure. Yeah. And I yeah, I don't have Hind. Uh I had yeah. zeebel at thirteen. I don't think the fall's that dramatic.
2: Thirty two for me. Yeah, okay.
1: Fair enough. Uh I got Bose at twenty five and I actually like him in defense more than midfield. I don't really understand why they're pushing that narrative. Um Yeah, thirty one I went. Yeah. Brad Hill I had it twenty eight. Jeremy Howe had it thirty. McInerney had it thirty four. Lockie I had it thirty five. And at twenty, Zach Toohey. get fucked. Nice. I don't care. That's where I had him.
2: Okay. <laughs> get fucked. I don't care. Okay. I I think uh, basically I the can't average, you only
1: averaged ninety in the second half of the year. That's fine. You piss yeah. away that. No. Yeah. No thanks. Don't, don't need good, don't need good foot skills down at Geelong if Tom Stewart's like dead. No, I don't need them. No thanks. No E2E action
0: think... for me. 33. I know that's below their average age, but
2: uh, just not interested.
1: I'll just take that. My, my 20th ranked yeah. defender is my D4. That's fine.
2: I think someone like that will just be completely passed in until preseason to see if he's fit, right? But Jarman Impey was sneaky good last year in AFL fantasy until he got injured playing the running halfback role, averaged eighty five. Um and we all have him unranked, but uh, I think it's one that could be sneaky good could- I'd rather Will mm. Day.
1: Give me take a take a chance there. I think the problem yep. with Hawthorne is that there's too many guys. Go- like you look if you look at Hawthorne there's like four guys who are in that eighty, eighty five range. And you've got Sicily yep. walking back into that defence probably.
2: Yeah. Cool. Do we have uh, questions?
1: We do have questions. Many questions. Russ asks, as lifelong Suns fans, can you confirm that Jack (laughs) Bowes will be getting more midfield time?
0: Hashtag we don't believe it.
1: Well, look, he's training in there. As of now. More
2: midtime. It's almost never a switch one season. You know, like Houston, for example, they're like, oh, he's going to be a midfielder, and then it ended up being 60-30 or 60-40 or whatever. Um, Same with Callum Mills over how many years? Same with Andrew McGrath over how many years? Like, it's a journey, I think, from defender to midfielder, and I just don't think it'll make a big difference in one year.
0: They've got so much talent in there. I just don't see where he fits in with the rotations.
1: I don't understand it personally, um but mm-hmm. whatever. Ninja, impact of Dawson leaving Swans on Lloyd's scoring. Is Lloyd on way down from peak of previous or is 2021 a blip?
2: Blip. He's going back up. I'm
0: in between. So it, what was he uh 95 this year? Is that correct? Um so let's have a look at Lloyd. Sorry, I'm a few pages um, back in. So I think his peak's been 110. He was 98. Um, I think he meets halfway. He's a 104 for me.
1: Pat asks, Jack Bowes, is his start of 2021 a fluke or a sign of things to come? Oh, God, he hurt me. Um Look, it's
0: just really—it's quite interesting because it was really role dependent. So as soon as he lost that role and it had to be accountable, his scoring went way down. So what we don't know is what role he's going to get. Who did he lose the role to? Because it wasn't Powell. The kick-ins.
1: Yeah. Uh, Lucocious. Okay. So, so that's the, so that's he the lost one. it. It was it was Lucocious mainly, but yeah. Power was kind of steady. It was mostly lococious, yeah.
2: But, so what's interesting here? I'll oh, go on, up
0: Yeah, he was getting a lot of plus sixes early in the season too. So what he was doing is the old, there's one kick out, you just move to a bit of a zone and then you cross over. What he ended up doing was uh, after that little injury gap, he came back and actually played a cannibal role. So when they were kicking out, he wasn't being an option to get a plus six. He was actually manning up on an opposition forward
2: player. Mm. I think um, just something to consider, right? So Bose going, and this is why you're saying Will Power could be, have really good opportunity back there. Lukosius, rumoured forward. Bose, rumoured midfield. You know, Will Power's kick-ins could go through the roof. He might be the guy.
1: Yeah, he could be. He could be, Absolutely. Gorn Fritschen, I'm interested in your thoughts on Sam Taylor and where you see his game heading.
0: Uh, to be one of the best key defenders in the competition, but I wouldn't have thought he's massively fantasy relevant.
2: That's the way.
1: Probably super coach relevant. You'd probably be looking Yeah. For, you might be looking for Harris Andrews uh, sort of performance from Sam Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Which I think is really fair. Junk Time Janitors asks, who averages more? Ridley, Maynard, Bowes, and Houston. Well, we've just given you our ranks and they're all over the shop. Legally, <laughs> I think I have. I've got. I fucking can't even read at this point. <laughs> I reckon
2: I got Houston last. <laughs>
0: yeah. I went Ridley, then Houston.
2: Surely Maynard. Ridley Maynard. Oh,
0: sorry. Was it Maynard? Uh, I had Ridley Maynard Houston.
1: I've got Ridley way out in front and then Maynard, Bose and Houston really close together. Cool. Josh asks, which, if any, mid-only players could we see an early defender DPP gain a la Heppel last season? It was always fun to project these. Whose dog's that? What's going on?
2: I it's too hard at this point
1: I've got five names I've got Lockie Shoal, Andy McGrath Pendlebury Swallow and Luke
2: McDonald add Jordan Clark
1: ah, yeah I thought about it but anyway that's what i got Stato anything?
0: yeah just um uh, I, I always try to make it a thing is you don't Draft people hoping they're going to get status change. You shouldn't. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, Tappy asks, keen to see rankings thoughts on Doc and Witho. Oof, none. No, no one had Doc. We're not. We're not sure about that situation. Uh, it sounds uh, tough in the interim, but we'd yeah. update it otherwise. Witho, well, we all talked about him. D.O. Unicorns. Is this is this Twinkle's burner? Uh, I've got a deep midfield in a keeper with McGrath on a deep bench. Considering trading him for value, or is he a good chance to pick up defender status this year, which would put him on the field for him?
0: Uh, you just listed him as one of your five, so it might be worthwhile.
1: It's hard to see him pushing back there, though, because i got some good ball winners back there.
0: Having having a deep midfield in a keeper, there's nothing wrong with that because they're all trade value. Cause if you're deep, there's potential that teams are thin.
2: I also think that he has pretty limited upside. So if you are going to, you know, trade him, I don't think it'll hurt you if you hold one more year. You know, it's to do it now or in another year, it's not going to change anything. So if you need a defender now, do it now.
1: Uh the real Oogie Boogie Bush. Who takes Bash's role at the Tigers? Rioli obviously went back late in the season, but Vlosten also a possibility. Both picked up their scoring later in the year.
2: Vlosten.
0: Yeah, I think uh, the the ranks made it pretty clear, the two we like at Richmond. Um, Unsure about Rioli um, because we don't know whether that was just the stock gap, just a way of getting him his hands on the footy, all that type of stuff, see how the season prep goes. Uh, Liam Baker's
1: the other one I do like and think he's got a bit of upside. Yeah, absolutely. He's been there before and scored okay. Declan asks, what young defenders have the potential to go 80-85 to 85 this year Keeper League Draft? Ash. I,
2: yeah. I'm an oh, Ash I mean- man. He probably is. McInerney as well yeah. and and if i if i was to be you know someone that we didn't rank as an outsider Hayden Young yep yeah. and Hunter Clark has got that capability too
0: yep be down on some people's ranking numbers and Darcy Tucker um, from out of the left field mm. what
1: about the Swans Sato being a lifelong Swans fan Bit of potential there. I'm a there. lifelong Gold Coast fan, mate. Um, you you're not. You're not. Don't get on the bandwagon now you know we're on the up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, there there are a couple. Um, Campbell's the interesting one. I just don't know whether he's going to be a good player and not a good fantasy player. So I'm waiting to see what, what happens there.
1: Fair enough. Alex asks, thoughts on Will Powell and the Suns? Well, we've talked ad nauseum about them. Mm-hmm. Packinsend asks which of the Sydney kids Campbell, McInerney, Gould is the one, and does it impact the others? Too many mouths to feed. Who does Brad Shepherd's retirement most benefit? Best first years to have. There's a few questions here. Which of the Sydney kids? Stato Campbell, you sort of like him, you sort of don't.
0: Yeah, no, I like him as a player. I'm just unsure whether he's going to be fantasy. I would stick stick clear of Will Gould. He's a salary cap guy not a, a draft guy in my eyes.
1: Um so you're left with one which
0: is uh McInerney.
1: Which we kinda like. Uh the Shepherd retirement does it benefit anyone?
0: Oh, I've gone with it in. yeah so I, I'm the same Witherden, but
2: Rotham could
0: get some benefits.
2: Yeah. Ro- Rotham sneaky could be sneaky yeah. good as well.
0: He he's worthwhile a really late draft punt.
1: Already taken a lot of marks, f- filling up a lot of that mark share. Uh, best first years to have an immediate impact. Sorry, best first year defenders to have an immediate impact. Jeez, that's a big ask, pack and send. Big ask down in the defender line.
2: I'd just say none of them are draft relevant.
1: Yeah. Um be
0: interesting to see whether they're talking keeper or, or dynasty. Um I mm. suppose you can go um uh the goat. Uh, North Melbourne, I think it was pick twenty two.
1: There you go. Taylor asks no real chat about Perryman this pre preseason. What output will he provide in twenty twenty two? I'm Dan.
0: Steve is wrong. Steve is wrong and he'll average 95 playing on the wing.
2: Oh, 95. I reckon he'll no, be no, the no. same as he was last
0: year. Yeah, I, I think he'll be uh, mid
1: to high 80s. We appreciate you giving us two takes for the You Suck Pod there, Stato. <laughs> on Perry, the platypus. Carla, last but not least. Uh, we love Carla. She always likes all our tweets. So thank you very much. Tim O'Brien's impact. If any on Crozier, thank you and happy festive season. Thank you, Carla.
0: It's interesting. I'm sort of avoiding Crozier. Um, how old's Crozier now?
1: Well, no, eight, he's he's of a waiver wire guy, really. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree.
1: And they don't, they're not going to play the same role. Like well, Tim O'Brien will be. They'd be looking for an interceptor. Surely, Tim O'Brien, Josh Shackey, Eastern Woods. You know, passed on.
0: Yeah, I'll try and find out his average from last year so we can get some indication. Is it felt like he was at some point uh relevant? Well, maybe not. He played 10 games, an average of 65.6. I think
1: we've always had him the year before, but now with Dale going back in there, it's really rendered him a seconds yeah. player.
0: Yeah, you're spot on. Uh He had one really good game last year. Uh, round 11 against Melbourne, he scored um, Nelson, one one one, um but it's the only game he got over uh, 83 points. Yeah, mm.
1: Minimal. There we go. Anyway. Shit, man. That's our last pod for 2021.
2: Oh,
0: happy new year, everyone. Merry Christmas. I hope you enjoyed it and didn't have too much of a hangover Boxing
1: Day. Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh and we'll see you next week, listeners, where we talk forwards. Ooh, Get your really? Tim Taranto pick What what would you take Tim Taranto overall? <sighs> yeah. So at the moment I've got bases.
2: him. I've got him top five. Oh really? If
1: you don't have him top one, go fuck yourself, Cam. <laughs> oh, not bold enough. Where have you got him? I haven't even done my ranks. Yeah, <laughs> look at you, not fucking softy. That's how you do it, people. That is how you host a podcast. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Draft Doctors Podcast. For more tips and in-depth analysis, head over to thedraftdoctors.com.au.